This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizer, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 193 is going to be from Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 through 13. As disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that we have to continue to work out our own salvation. Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 through 13 read, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do for his good pleasure. As disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that we have to work on our salvation. We have to work our own salvation out. We can't just sit in the pew on Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night and have our salvation just come to us. It's something that we have to work on. We have to work our own salvation out with fear and trembling, knowing that if we're not working on our own salvation, we're backsliding. We're going backwards, not forwards in the kingdom. And if we have the proper fear of God, then that's going to drive us to continue to work on our salvation. I want you to notice with me some other verses that show how people in the New Testament worked on their salvation. In Acts chapter 17 and verse 11, we have this. These were more noble or more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. And so we see that the noble Bereans in Acts chapter 17 worked on their salvation. Not only did they work on it, but notice with me something in this verse. They worked on it daily at the end of verse 11. These were more noble or fair-minded than those in Thessalonica, and that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily. Notice that word daily to find out whether these things were so. So as the Apostle Paul preached to them, they did not just listen to the Apostle Paul's advice. Even though he was an apostle, even though he was one sent by God to them to teach them the scriptures, they did not simply take his advice for it. They worked on out their own salvation with fear and trembling. And they didn't have the scriptures like we have them today. More than likely, they had to go to the synagogues or to the temple in order to be able to read the scriptures. And so they spent time in the temple reading the scriptures daily to find out whether what Paul was writing to them was correct or not. As disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that we have to continue to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Go with me now to Romans chapter 10, Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, the Bible says, but without faith it is impossible to please God for he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. We need to always remember that we cannot be pleasing to God without faith. If we do not have faith in our lives, then we cannot be pleasing to him. 
The writer of the Hebrews wanted to point this out to us. And in order to have faith, we have to both believe that God is and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. We have to diligently seek God in order to have faith. As disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that we have to continue to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Now, go into Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. It says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You see, we cannot be obedient to God. We cannot build faith in our lives without hearing God's word, without reading God's word, without studying God's word. Notice with me the next verse here. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. If we're going to have faith in our lives, if we're going to have the faith that is pleasing to God, one that believes that he is, and one that's a rewarder of those that diligently seeks him. We have to believe that he is and that he rewards those that work hard in order to be pleasing to him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, it shows us that this is vitally important to working out our own salvation. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. As Christians, we have to be steadfast. We have to be steadfast in the truth, but we also have to be steadfast in the fact that we know what the truth is. John chapter 8 and verse 32, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. But then we have to be immovable out of that. Once we know the truth, the truth that comes from God's word, John chapter 17, verse 17, sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. Once we know the truth that is from God's word, then we have to be immovable out of it. No one's going to be able to remove us out of the truth that Jesus has taught us, that his apostles have taught us in his word. Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto every good work. But once we know what's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, once we know how to work out our own salvation, then we have to abound in the work of the Lord. We have to abound in working out our own salvation. There's a lot of work that has to be done in the kingdom. And if we're not abounding in it, then there's going to be work that is not getting done. There are going to be people that are not coming to Christ if we are not abounding in the work. There are going to be people that have never been taught the gospel if we're not working out our own salvation with fear and tripling and listening to God. You see, Evangelism is part of working out our own salvation with fear and trembling because Jesus commanded us to go into all the world. In Matthew chapter 18, I'm sorry, chapter 28, verses 18 through 20, and Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, go into all the world. And if we're not going into the, all the world, then we don't fear God the way that we should because he commanded us to do so. And so, as disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that we have to continue to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Nobody else is going to work it out for us. There's nobody else is going to be able to abound in the work of the Lord for us. Nobody else is going to be able to lead singing for us. Nobody else is going to be able to lead prayer for us. Nobody else is going to be able to take the Lord's Supper for us or do anything that the church needs to be done. It cannot be done in our proxy. We have to be the ones that are steadfast, immovable, and always abounding in the work of the Lord. Because this is what builds faith in our lives. When we do what God commands us to do, then it builds trust and faith in our lives. And without faith, we cannot be pleasing to God. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. 
Well, that means if we're not studying like the noble Bereans every single day, then our faith is not growing and we are not continuing to work on our own salvation with fear and trembling. Because faith comes from study of his word. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Notice this with me again. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so in order to be continuing to work out our own salvation, we must have these things in our life. We must be active in the local church in whatever the church is doing, and we must have study in our lives. If we don't, then we don't have proper biblical faith. And if we don't have proper biblical faith, then we cannot be working out our own salvation with fear and trembling. As disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that we have to continue to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Notice with me Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 through 24. I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, reveries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I have told you in time past, that those that practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passion and desires. As disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that we have to continue to work out our own salvation. We have to continue to work on our salvation by working in the Lord's kingdom, by studying his word, by understanding what his word says in order for us to be approved of by him, by believing that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And so in Galatians chapter 5, we have to walk in the spirit. If we're not actively walking in the spirit, then we are fulfilling the lust of the flesh. And our flesh is to be crucified along with its passion and desires. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 24. Paul would say it this way in Romans chapter 12. We are to present ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Paul said that he had done this in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20 when he said, I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yea, not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So we have to walk in the flesh, the Spirit, in order to not fulfill the lust of the flesh. If we're walking in the flesh, then we are not walking in the Spirit. And it's so easy to walk in the flesh. The works of the flesh are evident which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contingent, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, rivalries, and the like. Anything that's similar to those things. Any sin is going to produce death in our lives. And we cannot walk with God. Light and darkness cannot coexist. And sin separates us from God. And so the moment in time we sin without repenting in our lives 
is the moment in time that we stop working on our own salvation. And we can't do that. We must continue to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Fear will keep us on the narrow path. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. Because there are two paths, a broad path and a narrow path. And only the narrow path leads to the Father. And so if we want to go to the Father, we have to work out our own salvation. We have to build the fruit of the Spirit in our kingdom which is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These are not fruits of the Spirit. They're a singular fruit. And we build our faith by adding this fruit to our lives and working on each part of it to make it grow in our lives. Against such there is no law. Continuing in our study to 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. Be diligent to present yourselves approved to God. There's that word diligent again. The King James renders it study. Here it says be diligent. And so we are diligent when we study God's word. Be diligent to present yourselves approved to God. One that's working on his salvation. Don't forget the noble Bereans. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, that they received the word with all readiness of heart and searched the scriptures daily to see if those things were so. Be diligent to present yourselves approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. If you're not giving diligence to God, then you need to be ashamed because you have stopped working out your own salvation. And we can never stop working out our own salvation. If we stop, who can work on our salvation for us? Who can be saved for us? If we're not doing what God wants us to do, as disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that we have to continue to work out our own salvation. And the only way to do this is to be pleasing to God. And the only way to be pleasing to God is to have faith in our lives, which comes from study of his word. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. And this word is what is profitable to us for everything in our lives. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration to God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete. The only way that we can be complete the only way that we can have salvation in our lives is to go to the Word of God and to work out our own salvation. There is no other way. As disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that we have to continue to work out our own salvation. Now, this doesn't mean that we ever earn our salvation. We do not. Even after we've done everything that is commanded of us, we are still unprofitable servants. We've only done that which was our duty. Working out our own salvation is not earning our salvation. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We can't work out our own salvation. Romans chapter 3 and verse 23, by our own selves. We need Christ. We have to have his blood. We have to go through him. John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. We cannot earn our own salvation, but the, that does not neg negate the fact that we have to work on it, that we have to build our faith. Because without faith, we cannot be pleasing to him. And if we cannot be pleasing to him without faith, then there is no salvation for us. And so work is a necessary part of our salvation. It's something that we cannot neglect according to Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 2. For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, verse 3, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation which at first began to be spoke by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him? As disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that we have to continue to work out our own salvation. We have a responsibility to work on it. 
We cannot earn salvation, but God has given us the responsibility of working on our salvation to make sure that we are right with Him, showing diligence to Him so that we can be approved, being a diligent seeker of Him so that we can build faith in our lives, proper biblical faith. In First Peter, or I'm sorry, in Second Peter chapter 1, verses 5 through 11, we find how this is done. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, to brotherly kindness love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Notice that we have to add to our faith. We have to continue to work on our faith throughout the entirety of our life. We can never stop adding to our faith virtue, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love. If we ever do, then we stop working on our faith. And that entrance that he talks about here that's going to be added for the one that is going through these steps to work out their own salvation is going to be removed. In verse 10 it says, Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure, for if you do these things, you will never stumble. So an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So as we go about our lives today, Let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.